There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 and Indian School or online at ChapmanDodge.com. 2020 is coming to an end, and we are not mad about it. In fact, at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're celebrating with huge savings. You pay what we pay with employee pricing plus at the Big Finish Sales Event, happening now. So this holiday season, wrap up 2020 with a win and get big savings on every new Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or just do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Alan John. You know, we should probably just play. Alan John. That's right. You got that. Nailed it. Nailed it. Ian Camfield is here. I've got three things I want to start with. First off, welcome. Second, thank you. everybody emailing me right now is going bananas. Settle down. I had nothing to do with how stupid everybody was on the phone there. That is not my fault. I was driving back, and we're just oh, yelling at the radio. I think the whole city was doing it. If you were at a stoplight and somebody's like, Iron Man, moron! Iron Man! He's not nuts. It's happening to him. He's not Even crazy. if people don't want the prize for things like this, it gets them riled yeah, up, right? Exactly. It's like, I know it! Yeah, oh, it's a fact. Uh, so Ian Camfield's back. It's Thursday, and that means it's a... Uh, and you say you're a musical madman. You could, you're could, you a human Shazam. I was winning all of those. You whatever, got every what, one of yeah, them. Yeah, whatever you were giving away. Right, Eric, you want to take on Ian in the game? You're pretty sure. good at this. Aaron's pretty good at this. All right, let's, let's see if you two can buzz in with your names. Uh, Toledo, hit it. Go. Eric. Eric's in. Soundgarden. Uh, uh, can I, Ian? Uh, no, you can't. Oh. Not yet. I don't know. Rusty Cage. Oh, Nicely done. He got one. All right, it's one to nothing, Eric. Go ahead. Eric. Eric's in again. Jesus. Silver. Canfield, you're getting killed. That's two. He's two in a row. Go ahead. Eric, Alice in Chains, no, I think it was Rooster. Eric. I think that was Eric's game. Oh, you're getting Quentin crushed three. here. Destroyed. Just flat crushed. Back to Britain. <laughs> yeah, you just lost your green card. That, that, that was you the bet, right? You lost your visa, back. man. I don't know how yeah. he did that. All right. We'll plan for citizenship. Do it again. Go. Oh, I gave Ian on that one. Uh, that is... Um, oh, come on. Uh, Five see? seconds. I'm not going to let you steal it because it was too obvious oh. for us. We got too much of an advantage. It's Ghost, you moron. Come on. <laughs> back to Britain. All right. Now, I, I get to go back to Britain. I get a free <laughs> ticket. One more. Go. Ian. Eric. Ian's in. Uh, that is... Uh, <laughs> really? Um, Come on. It's Filter Heyman. That's my shot. I'm kicking your ass, human Shazam. At, one more? Yeah, do it again. Ian. Eric. Ian's in. Uh, that is, uh... <laughs> it's Static X. No, That's Megadeth. Megadeth, what's the song? Um, Train of Consequences. Nice. Oh, Ian, you got one. Got one. Yeah. You got one. You're worse than the listeners. Do it again. Go. Hang on. Give me another one. I'm enjoying the crap out of this. Uh, Finally, people one, are getting it. Just go. Doesn't matter. Tom. Ian. Um... Ooh. Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Bon Jovi? No, yes, yeah, that was Bon Jovi living on a prayer. I've heard it. Too. Ian. Oh, Ian. 
that's uh, Nirvana and uh, what's that Nirvana song called? Hi, Merrick. Um, uh, Nirvana. Uh, I got it. Yeah. Lithium. Do it again. Eric, God smack. Oh, come on, smack. Come on. I stand alone. I stand alone. I would have won this game. Sorry. That's all right. You know the band. We got another one. Toledo, go. Eric. Oh, that's back and loser. Nice. Toledo, go. Eric, Eric, that's uh, Nails uh, head like a hole. <laughs> Eric just says it anyway. He doesn't care. <laughs> Ian, Eric. Uh, that is uh, Gorilla Radio, Rage Against the Machine. Now he's on. Now the Shazam for me. Ian. Oh. Uh, that is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, give it away now. Nice. Oh, he's doing good. That was like one Ian. No. Uh, that is Freak on a Leash by Colin. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. He's back. He's back. I'm back in the Jesus. room. And I might be allowed to stay in the country. <laughs> Someone switched. You know what it takes, I always have to say, Eric, this is the most impressive you've ever been to me. Yeah. You're actually yeah. good at this. Oh, that's right. Oh, you, you know go. what's more impressive is it, and now it's a pattern for you. It takes you failing miserably to get going and finally find <laughs> and your niche. So, yeah, I know. It's I the same thing happened at the station down the hall. You got fired from a failure morning show, and now you're doing fairly well. Well, over there in the middays. Yeah. This is what, you've been fired from the morning show again. Shall we talk about this? Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, he's been fired from Moe's morning show. Now, they used what? to do a thing at the end of their show where Ian would come and go, Hey, Moe, coming up on the show, I talk for three seconds, and then someone tells me to shut up. Uh, the crosstalk. Crosstalk. No yeah. longer is that allowed. No more crosstalk. Really? They said it was yeah. going on too long. Yeah. Crosstalk's awful. He's been removed from Moe's last segment. He's not even allowed on that anymore. Well, she did say, well, we could do it if we do it in like a minute. And I was like, nah, you're all right. Yeah, yes. They said that you guys had gone on over a minute at times. And you said ergonomics on the air, which is too big a word. They said ergonomics. That's yeah. four syllables. They said, look, we've done, a, we've done a syllable count. And we think if you could keep all words to three syllables and no more, then right. uh, we might be able to move up a couple of shares. Right. It's, uh, yeah. So there you I'm go. surprised because the consultant is like an old school radio guy. And that's yeah. such an old school radio thing. Isn't the crosstalk. The cross-talk. Yeah. Yeah. unity. Like when you said class. you were doing Everyone's- it, I thought, oh, no wonder it's a mess. Uh-huh. You're still cross-talking. <laughs> So what do you got coming up in the next 10 o'clock hour? Oh, I'm made of jello. I hate crosstalk. I always hated it when I was – I just like, I don't know. How about especially, the weather? Especially yeah. if it's quick, though. It's, yeah. like an, it's annoying, really. Well, that's exactly I'll tell you right. Now. I was like, yeah, let's just don't do it. Hey, Ian's coming up after 10, everybody. He's got some, some Ozzy and some Osprey coming up. A little greener. What else are you going to give the people, Ian? Yeah, it basically, hey, we're out of time. It, it, it we'll see you on the Ian show. It was, it was basically going to become, uh, Ian's coming up at 10. Yes, I am. <laughs> and then <laughs> you have it. to break. Play the song. Or the Play con- the song. Hurry. We're out of time. We're on fire. fire. <laughs> so you've been removed? minutes of music uninterrupted, yeah. some weather, some traffic. You, you've been removed from the morning show again. Yeah, twice. Yeah, now it's two times. You've been fired from a show you're not even on anymore. Well, I wasn't really on that one. Yeah, but they asked you not to be on. Yeah, exactly. They were like, can you – no, shut up. Didn't we tell I you like not it, to do this they again? They pinpointed the problem, and it was and Ian, Ian at the end of the show. It's always Ian. Yeah. Mo's not doing as well as we thought. She's great from 5.30 to 9.58. <laughs> then but those happens. last two minutes, yeah, just yeah it's really trailing off. It. it goes down to zero people. Yeah. Ratings off the cliff. And then at 10, somehow or another, he manages They're by like, himself to come Where's back. that South African voice come right. from? Is, that what, yeah. is, is it the South African guy that comes like, on at 9.58? I was listening to Mo, and she started to play a scene from District 9. I don't know why. 
Uh, Ian is with us again uh, on Thursday mornings here. How's your uh, how's how's the car doing? So the car, yeah, I told Ian my gas tank exploded on me and just started to leak out. First all of all, that is that's like phenomenal because suddenly you are in an eighties cop show. Like I'm I hunter. thought those kind of thi- well, you know, yeah. because how many sh- remember in the eighties the cop shows used to start they, before the the credits kicked in they would have the bit right. to set up the story and it would always be like this would be the scene where where did it was did you tell me it was Sixteenth Street and, 16th and um, Highland and Highland when right? I noticed it right and yeah. immediately I was like geez you could have blown up Daily Dose as my favorite place <laughs> God you were gonna blow up the car there anyway, well actually so, what's funny about that is that I got the gas on Twentieth and Highland so I drove right by Dave I left a trail you were ready to engulf that all of the it. corner bakery <laughs> the fries that was there that whole complex could have gone up gone. so um so yeah it's like it is like the start of an eighties cop show it's like John's driving along there'll be some like eighties music on the radio probably Huey Lewis yeah. you're talking about this that and the other and then suddenly like some oh man yeah. someone cut the the wire to the gas tank it Julie, was pouring the intro pouring and I didn't tell this part and on the Tagley air Tagley and Lacey show up <laughs> I hope not no we want good 80s <laughs> yeah we want good 80s are you kidding yeah, we want action packed not lady drama we're gonna do the, the ladies maybe that Bradley GT the, the lady, up with no, Harcastle here comes no. the sexist comment the ladies <laughs> wouldn't know where the petrol tank is <laughs> that's right um, <laughs> oh my god Cagney and Lacey turned up can you get me a mail cop I think I've got a problem with the car they're yeah. not going to figure oh, this out. I don't out. need you. I don't By need, the way, nice that's one. what you would say, too. I don't need meter mates. I need some police, please. Yes. We are. I, I'm about, I'm <laughs> You're about, funny. I'm about to destroy Daily Dose. Uh, great reference to Hardcastle and McCormick. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I used to watch that show with my uh, my grandparents, and uh, and uh, and they always denied that they remembered it, they remembered it existed. It was, like, it was the first time I saw the Alzheimer's was sitting in with my nan. I used to go, no, we used to watch Hardcastle and McCormack. There was a red yeah. car. Had no, Do you uh, remember no Magruder and Loud? That was on after. You probably didn't get that one. We got MacGyver. MacGyver was one. But Magruder and Loud was a married couple that kind of got along and had this – but they solved mysteries and stuff. Was it like ha- was it like heart to heart? But one of them may not have been a killer in real they life. They were police officers. They weren't um, millionaires solving crimes. Magruder that. and Loud was an ABC thing. It was on after Hardcastle McCormick. It was bad, but I couldn't get enough of it yeah. because they, they just kept almost humping, and then they'd have to go be cops. It was great. Sounds wow. like a bad SNL. Story. Yeah, Magruder and Loud. It was rude and loud. Wow, yeah, it was great. So stuff. you, uh, so the, did we get to the bottom of how this happened to the car? No, I've no, well, yes, we did. We sort of know that it was four wheeling, and my I hit the the gas tank at one point and pushed the skid plate into the gas tank and oh. moved the fuel pump inside. Why are you bringing this up? Well, I thought. Yeah, you well, were that's gonna, the other I, thing. I, we I, thought it might be you, and yeah. we didn't even think of this. Who's the English supervillain that would do this to me? The English yeah. guy. Yeah, but he doesn't have a good supervillain voice. He sounds too. I don't know. I have a bad supervillain voice, and, and I, I, I'd want to kill the only show I'm allowed to come on and be fun on. Are you <laughs> right. kidding me? Why well, would I want to kill this? Maybe you think there'd be an opening. Oh. Mm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, no. If I died, maybe they'd say, do you think Ian no, would? Yeah, no, no, they would not say that. Those words would not leave their mouth. very true. No, that would not happen. But, but I do think it could be some sort of sabotage. There would be, like, you know, with people it's like... the Interpol, but I don't think he fits under my car. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I mean, he'd, yeah. he'd have to jack it up, wouldn't they? Yeah, it would be way too much effort and work. It would so, be upset, because I yeah. was thinking, like, this. I had a flashback this week to when it was uh, Kurt Cobain's birthday, that when I was back in London, there was a listener 
who uh, threatened to kill me because one year I didn't commemorate Kurt Cobain's birthday on air. But it's um, she she wrote on using pen and paper. It's what people used to do. Kids <laughs> sent me this uh, letter. I used to use used uh, both sides of um of the paper, and it was probably like six sides in total, right? Jeez. And it started off with. I called you last week on the anniversary. It was either his birthday or his death, on the anniversary of Kurt Cobain's birthday. And um, you told me that there were no plans to do any big tribute on the radio station. And then page by page, she went through this, and it was the most detailed plan as to how she was going to wait for me outside the building in Leicester Square, how she was going to kidnap me, take me home, chain me up, and torture me. And it was basically like a graphic novel. Of six pages of torture, right? And she'd worked, and she'd worked out how I could basically still stay alive and still speak because her thing was, although I was going to be tortured almost to the point of death. Yeah. Next year, she wanted me to do a tribute to Kurt Cobain, <laughs> so I needed to be able to, but a be alive and b be able to speak, right, and right? also go to work during the year yeah. to, to keep the job alive. So, right? um, so she went through this great detail, and literally, it was like six pages of the most graphic, awful stuff. And that the the bit where I was like, oh, actually, she's just a nutcase and probably not that much of a threat, right. was at the end of the last paragraph said something like. And then I'm going to cut off your head and S down your neck. And then the next paragraph said, actually, I won't do that because then next year you won't be able to introduce the Kurt Cobain tribute. I love this. Yeah. Seriously, it was like... Mrs. O'Connell. It was, yeah. it was her like, name wow. Erica? Was, From Essex. <laughs> it was like six pages of the yeah. most detailed thought-out analysis. And I'm thinking, wow. if someone could go into that much detail and put it down on paper using a pen... You know, that's it's yeah. so much so easy to well, sabotage. Would have done it, though. I don't think any of us have had death threats. Have we? Has anybody here been threatened to? I've had the stalkers that we've had to call the police on. But I don't think we've had anybody to try to kill. Us. I used to have this uh, woman who, who <laughs> she called herself Dark Mavis. Ooh. And she used to turn up at uh, like events that we do and uh, outside the radio. But she was, I think she was just kind of an alcoholic and used to, and, uh, and, um, and, and to be honest, and she would call and I'd get her on the phone and then I'd see her sort of more sober out and about. Cause I think when she called, she was at the point she couldn't actually get up out of the chair and walk anywhere. Yeah. And I was be like, I think I prefer her when she's drunk on the phone yeah. being Dark Mavis. McFeely had a lady who'd come here every day and say she was married to him for the longest time, and then she'd show up at events and stuff. So and now sweet. he wishes no, for that to wasn't. be the truth. Well, now, you know, he probably wishes she'd come back. Even his stalkers broke up with him. So, <laughs> he couldn't even get a stalker to stick around. He missed out on a good one. <laughs> but she would, like, I was with him at an event, and I forget where we were. It was outside of something. And she was there, and he goes, and he is boiling. Is Larry Feely around? Yeah, Larry Feely. Larry Feely, Larry Feely here? I'm married to Larry Feely. I'm his wife. And he's like, I'm punching her today. And I'm like, Larry, we're not going to do that. He goes, I'm hitting her. He was, I mean, and I understood it. Like, he was right to feel that way. This lady was just constantly around. Wow. And I thought it was, I thought Larry was going to get in trouble for swinging at her because she wasn't really doing anything, but it was threatening and, and always present. And Larry Feely's my man. He yeah. didn't get anything out of it because Dark Mavis used to send me art. Oh, she really? used to make the. She used to make the. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what's good art and bad art, but she used to send in these things on like plaques, and they would be like, I just any. I think kind of like odds and ends. Lots of bottle tops, which was the first clue she yeah, might have had a drinking not. problem. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, you got through that many bottle tops, and now she's instilled it in this piece of art that she would send yeah, to me. That's crazy. Um, but I think she probably got um, institutionalized, and then just and it's uh, all in the UK. The way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's None all here in the yet. UK. No crazy stalkers here. No. Plenty of people that come up and say right. hi. I was at a film bar at the weekend, right. and uh, some guy came up there. We were talking about uh, Phoenix Rising. I thought he oh, would, God. and he kind of joined in that conversation. Oh. I didn't, he was just waiting for his uh, movie ticket. 
And uh, he goes, uh, and he said, oh, yeah, blah, 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 Thursday. And I said, yeah, I didn't go to the Thursday game. And he said, no, 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 you on Holmberg on Thursday. Yeah, so he recognizes again, and key to the story, he's Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, you told us he was another Mexican, which always surprises you. Well, you know, sometimes you... Uh, We've got loads of those uh, beaners listening to us. You, you have... <laughs> It's a great thing, isn't it? Packies, yeah, we got packies oh, and beaners, bubbles, bubbles. The Greeks. I don't know. If we got a lot of bubbles. You haven't got a lot of Greeks. I don't think we have a huge Greek population. I thought of a uh, just to uh, keep the uh, the theme going of the racial slurs that my granddad taught me. We dis- <laughs> we discussed last week that uh, whenever he saw a Greek person, he would call them a bubble because bubble and squeak rhymes with with Greek. Yes. This isn't so much rhyming slang, but uh, whenever there was a Chinese person around, he'd go like, "Oh, look at Uflang Dung from Dung Hill." Oh, wow. Yeah. Flung dung from dung hill. Who flung dung from yeah. dung hill? Do you have a good uh, evil English supervillain voice that you could use? To do what? You're, well, to be evil. To cut my gas lines. To, to break my gas tank and try to light my car on fire. It would be like say something that would sound – because in an English – because I've got a better one than you do. It's almost like my gay voice is better than yours. Well, we think we've discovered that. Yeah, we? that's – Only you and I have discovered that on the podcast. Better, right, the that podcast no that doesn't exist. Well, we've <laughs> discovered pretty much everyone's. Better than Ian's. Yeah, everybody's got a better gay yeah, voice than Ian, which better. is weird. Your gay voice is horrible. But do you have a good English supervillain? You you have an English accent. You should be able to turn that into supervillain. So it should be able to go, uh, <clears throat> let me at your car. I will destroy your life. This is terrible. Just no. very robotic. English supervillains are very suave, though. You're using him as like evil. Like. You wanted evil. He's a supervillain. Go ahead and destroy your car. Oh, okay. You want him to be okay. So you want yeah. him to be like an aristocrat. Who's They're like all a aristocrats. On the they all have billions of dollars. It's always Ben Kingsley or, okay. or Patrick. What's his name? Go ahead, Jonathan. Could you? Uh... Park your car here. It's still terrible. Just uh, that take, sounds like a fake English accent. Take this, take this glass of champagne while I tamper with the wire that goes to your petrol tank. <laughs> now that's good. The petrol, the petrol edition is solid. Jonathan, I. It's almost like Jonathan. Pete Jonathan, yeah. I have heard. It's ne- almost what? What? I missed that. English Pete Puma. <laughs> it, it is. Exit stage left. Jonathan. You I, wanted it to be. I <laughs> think you may be one of those people that has that disorder that just has an accent, but you're from like, well, I, I woke Oral up Valley. British. Yeah, you really? woke up British one. There was more. a lady here, right? She, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's all of a sudden Australian British. You should meet English. her. She should. could. Well, she needs to utilize that because that was that was promoted as if it was a negative. Yeah. Uh, and as far as I've seen, having a British accent is only a negative if you're trying to do the morning show on Alt-AZ. <laughs> from that there's all kinds of free get stuff off every i time. mean you uh yeah you get kicks off every time but they you give go you into three things yeah like bars and stuff people love people love Why? the accent because they love the accent and then you just like you just ramp it up i gotta and buy you, you a drink and yeah. You, yeah and you drop in some and also you can't beat meeting a drunk american who thinks they've got some sort of irish connection have you ever noticed that yeah, every and there's, there's more one over here but, He'd yeah, never yeah. buy me a drink. No, oh, actually, buy, no, actually, Irish people no. don't buy drinks Have for people. It, no, they do. They, if uh, they think they've got an well, Irish connection and they Eric run and drinks. they run into a brick. Well, yeah, actually, when Eric's drunk, I mean, he poured yeah. me out half a bottle <laughs> of Jack true. Daniels. That is uh, the comedy thing we were yeah, at that is was true. the nice. He's like, here, 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 come here, have a bottle of Jack Daniels. I was like, Eric, it's a pint glass and, and it's and it's now it's now spilling out onto the floor. No, I've got plenty more. Eric, you've just poured me a pint of Jack Daniels. I woke up the next day and then looked at my card. 
statement. I'm like, oh my god, I, I got what drunk did last I do? night. Didn't I? Eleven thousand dollars. I shouldn't have done that. Wow. <laughs> Can't pay my mortgage. Yeah, well, that's all right. Watch one month, right? Yeah. Seriously, the lady in uh, Awatuki or wherever she was from, she needs to uh, get with the program and realize that having a British accent gets you all. Everyone is interested because no you've got a British accent. If she is of a certain age, here would be the things that I would do. A um, ramp up the British accent, like make it a little posher. So yeah, people yeah, more can yeah, Well, she yeah. had three. Yes. She wanted to be more elegant. Yes, yeah, more. more elegant. So you can turn up and go, no. What, what, and when someone goes, oh, I'll get you a drink. Well, I only drink champagne. Could yes. you, uh, could you, uh, could you pull me some, what, uh, what oh, champagne is on order? And then you, and then, and then you say, uh, cause, you know, I had, uh, the most wonderful champagne and caviar when I was with Princess Diana. Oh, that's too far. You can't go that far. Oh, no, you can. You can? Oh, you Americans can. are that dumb? Oh, some of well, them. We just played the game. You're right. Some of them. So uh, I would uh, – <laughs> no, I was uh, hanging out with Princess Diana. Oh, I mean um, – no, I mean evidently killed, but I have I, I have uh, knowledge on that. <laughs> I was with her right I can't, before. Uh, I can't uh, – okay, no, no, that's a step too far. Yeah, that's too close. No, no, well, you have to go – uh, My own friend, Jody Fayette. So, well, I was in Harrods with Mr. Fayette. and man. You got a lot of line to do that. By the way, by the way, if you're interested, they have an awesome line of slippers right now. I like to – if you like to sit with slippers on and a pipe by a fireplace – it's fabulous. I didn't realize now, how. Now, where, where is the champagne you promised yeah, me? See, I didn't realize how close a... it was to English villain to English pedophile freaky dude because that sounded creepy. Well, they have slippers. wonderful slippers. No, slippers. You slip Harris. on the slippers no, and you can be relatively invisible Har- as you Har- sneak up on children Har- and stuff them in the back of your no, car. No, I – see, t- I'm the child catcher. No, I was <laughs> – Who, I was, who I was, tells someone else about an awesome slipper deal other than a, a freak? Br- a British person <laughs> who is conjuring up the idea that they spend their days smoking a pipe by the fireplace. You brought kids into it. I don't know why you... Because I want to remain... Yes, I go to Harrods and I buy... Uh, you know, slippers, of you course, know, to stay and, uh, anonymous and while I sneak up on the children. And then you say, and you know, uh, by the way, in uh, in Harrods, they don't uh, they don't allow you to wear jeans. You 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 people call them pants. Now, by the way, is there time for another glass of champagne? We should have another glass of champagne because I believe the school bus is about to arrive, and I have to slide my slippers on to sneak up on the kinder. <laughs> This, my windowless glory. It's creepy to tell somebody you got good deals on slippers. It's, it's not if you're doing it the is British too. No, act. you were doing it, and How, I did it at times. Why, have you, why, why you know, have you connected slippers? Because to kids I like with, to cloak myself in dark clothes at night, wear slippers, and sneak up on the children. It's creepy. No, you're being a British person in an American bar, being a Brit. Wearing slippers. No, talking about wearing slippers and smoking a pipe by the fireplace. You sound homeless. And how you just, uh, dr- no, it's, it's a <laughs> furthest. Well, I've had a home, two homeless experiences this week. We spoke about yeah, it on the podcast, yeah. didn't we? Yes. So, They're um, not good either. And homeless aren't anywhere near Harrods. No. No, of course not. Well, you, know, I, well, you know, you know where I think they have a good idea in uh, Scottsdale where they bust them out. I mean, at uh, Harrods. <laughs> I've been in Harrods and I've said, Mr. Dodie Fired, I think I can see a homeless person there. Could we, get, he's on the other side of the window. So but weird could, when we, you could, do it. could we get rid of him? And Mr. Fired has said, I think he may just be scruffy. And I said, yeah. no, I have no time for scruffy. I would call people. the police on this Englishman. <laughs> what I like to do is put my slippers on, sneak up behind them with piano wire and kill the homeless. <laughs> 
odd. You had an homeless guy spit I on you. I would like to have killed the Well, not spit on me. So this is, uh, we were, I can't remember what we talk about on the podcast and what we talk about on air, but yeah. I was saying that, John, I think this was on the podcast. I had this, um, this idea for, you know, the greatest thing about winter in uh, Phoenix is that you can drive around with the windows down in your car and no air conditioning on. But the worst thing is you pull up at the stoplights and if you've got the windows down, immediately there's going to be some homeless people that come up and they want to bother you. Right. And I said, my go-to thing is you have your iPhone plugged in and Cannibal Corpse ready to go. Because if you're at the lights and some homeless guy's coming up who wants money, you press play, Cannibal Corpse is coming out, and uh, they just run away. Right. They don't like it. There's they, no money. There's no yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they assume also you're insane yeah. and you're a homeless yeah. killer, and they're they're very susceptible to being murdered. So. Yeah, but I was, uh, but I'm uh, I'm pulling up at the lights, and uh, I, I didn't have my Cannibal Corpse ready, and there's this guy, this uh, evident crackhead who's walking towards my car, but he doesn't ask me for money. He comes up and says, uh, "Have you got a light?" And I genuinely didn't have a light, right? So I was like, no, sorry. So he walks around the front of my car, spits on the windshield, and then walks <laughs> off. And I was like, what kind of – And I told you to go out and, like, berate him and call the police immediately and then make up a story on the guy, how he took a swing at you, he spit at you, he spit on your car, and then you get him thrown in jail for all these false charges because no one's going to believe the homeless guy. Yeah, I didn't think of that at the time. Yeah. But or, so- or we were going to go find him. And then I'd say, lay down in front of him, and yeah, I would start go, oh, screaming. Oh, and then goes, somebody call the police. He's hit my friend. And <laughs> we get the guy thrown in jail. And you beat him with your umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> you sneak up behind him in your Herod slippers. Now, you think uh, you don't need an umbrella in this part of the world, but let me tell you, when a ruffian walks out in front yes. of your car and you're waiting at the traffic light, uh, <laughs> sometimes you just need one to poke them in the eye. What I would like to do is plug his nose after I've knocked him cold and pour petrol in his mouth because I've plenty of it running out of my vehicle. We've discovered because of my car that I've got this Dodge Grand Caravan rental. It's a minivan. That. It's a minivan. It's right it's outside. It's like a VW bus kind of thing. No. It's a, it's the saddest, broken, middle-aged man car you could imagine. It's right. an awful minivan. It's like minivan. a family vehicle. But worse than that. It's a family vehicle with an unhappy dad driving. A single dad family vehicle. A lot it's, of that okay, going, too. Is this the vehicle that the dad got buys to go to his ex-wife's house to pick up the kids to take them this out? This is the, the vehicle he gets after the divorce, and he's so it's broke he can't over. get out of it. Oh, okay. So he's still driving the Grand Caravan. And he's alone. But I drove it back from the dealership, and like these older big women weren't just like looking. Like one of them waved at me at the stoplight, and I'm like, "This face hasn't changed. There's no reason for women to like me now." But the the caravan made them think he's defeated. He's broken. I have no work to do. He's as desperate as I am. Let's join forces. She's looking at you, and she's thinking, "I've yeah. got a shelf I need putting up." He yeah. looks like he'd be good for that. Another lady at uh, two lights later was looking at me, and then I stopped at a gas station, and a lady, and we had to pay inside, and she goes, "Oh, it's just so awful when the pumps are broken, isn't it?" And they're all talking to me. Now, none of them are desirable ladies. They're all desperate 50-plus-year-old. Just They're done. The, well, the, the ravages of time of a 50-year-old woman, it's over. That That's, is definitely a calling card for a certain demographic because I have to say yeah. in nearly two years of, of uh, living here, the only people who talk to me at gas stations are freaks and homeless. Right. In fact, I had a Phoenix first after nearly two years of being here. And actually, this is an American first, and I've you know driven around America all the time. A couple of weeks ago, um, I was using my, um, my Google Maps to get out of traffic, and it was taking me around a part of Phoenix that I had not been to. Um, I think it was on like Roosevelt somewhere, but right. not too far from here. And it was the first time I pulled up at a gas station 
and looked around at what was by the gas pumps and thought, you know what, I'm not getting out of the car. I'm going to drive. And I had, eight, really? I had like eight miles left on the, like I was low on done. gas. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to risk the fact that there's going to be another gas station within <laughs> the next eight miles because I really think if I get out of the car here, someone's going to shoot me. What, where, what, which one? It Roosevelt was, and like 7th Street? It was like, no. It's a horrible Circle K that used to be there. It won't, was, won't happen if you have the derby and the umbrella. That's right. Again, they'll look at it like, I'm not. Going on that guy. Yeah, because well, most of the homeless people. He's from the League of Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen. Yeah. Don't bother. The homeless, pe- the, homeless pe- the homeless people are like going, I come out of the car and I've got like the umbrella and I'm just going, oh, well, I'm just, uh, what, uh, what, ga-? I get confused because you can't uh, pump your own gas in the UK. And the homeless person is like, oh, he's that guy from Kingsman. And then I'd let it go by going, well, you're obviously not properly homeless, are you? Because you've been to the movie theater to see Kingsman. And then the next thing you know, I get shot. Excuse me, uh, gentlemen over there. Yes, you fondling your own feces. Uh, what's the difference between a gallon and a liter? I'm I'm struck I'm by very, this. I'm very confused. Yeah. And uh, this, you have three different options, and it says enter your zip code. I only have zip on my trousers. <laughs> oh, you don't have zip codes in England? Well, they call them postcodes. Is your Google Maps lady English, or do you use the American one? Oh, always American. Yeah, you don't I've, like oh, it. No, you don't I let hate, British people tell you what to do. I hate anything British. You know All that. Of it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I didn't move here to hear British Why accents. Why don't you try to I? fake an American accent, then? Because it get, gets me further being a Brit, apart from on that so morning So that's show. the one part about being British that's good. Oh, it's great to be British if you don't live in Britain. Oh, I see. It's okay. Great, and, 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 and to some extent, it's great to come from Britain, but you don't right. want to stay there. Right. That's always been it's the thing. It's a good launching point. For yeah, you. yeah. Well, look, here's, here's my example for this. Look at any British rock star that you can think of, right, who lives in America, and then think about an American rock star that's been successful that's moved to Britain. It only works one way. That's there right. There are so many that's British true. rock stars. They Crack America, and most of them move here, right? That's Think true. of, and there's plenty of the big American rock stars that get the only get person, a flat the only none person, of them moved the there. only person who did it. And again, I would question her judgment was Madonna. Yeah, yeah. but she married Guy Ritchie. Married a guy. Yeah, so she kind of got forced into it. I can't see her being forced into it. Like yeah. he was, he he should have said. Well, like France and here. stuff, like Chris Cornell decided, but he still they always have. You're right. They don't. It doesn't work the other way. But they just permanently move. Jim to Morrison. Yeah, see, it was, when, you know, was that England or that he was went to Paris? Paris. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't count. died in Paris. Chris yeah. Cornell had a place in France. Yeah. Didn't end so well. <laughs> so you're saying if they do it, There's it kills trend. them. I'm saying, I'm saying that if you, none of them, none of them want to go to Britain, and if they right. go further and get to France, yeah. that's it. It's, it's just over. it. They're just going to die. It's like the belated version of the 27 Club. It, we'll call it the French Club, right? They moved to, and also it's why true. would it's the only point. reason the only reason to move to France is if you want to smoke Marlboro Reds and drink red bottles of wine at nine o'clock in the morning because that's all they do. Except for the smoking part, that sounds all right. No, you don't want to. Be, no, they're just yeah. rude. They're just, How did uh, England do in? Uh, Olympics. Um, I'd, they're, they're doing all right. I feel yeah. like they. Uh, Do you have I have any pride f- left when they are in an event. Do you root for them? No, I've been more into watching just the some of the the crazy events. And the other thing that caught my attention with the curling. Have you seen how much, like much of a fan that Mr. T is? His no. entire Twitter feed is no. just going. He's like, <laughs> curling's cool, <laughs> fool. He's invented that hashtag. <laughs> like, if you if you go down his Twitter feed, there's like thirty. The I guarantee the last thirty. Why are you tweets. stalking Mr. T? Hey, this Twitter. is the second time you've brought this up, and I like that because you're British. Mr. T is Mr. T E A. Yeah. What yeah. do you call him, Mr. Well, he's Mr. T, yeah. with just the letter T, but when it's British, I just think of the drink. Mr. T. Oh, okay. I'm Mr. T. Yeah. My pinky's up, fool. Yeah. Just that. He's like enjoying it. Cool. Time just for tea. Like, just like curling. Yeah, he got massively into the curling. <laughs> there was, um, I just think the, uh, the I'm more interested in sort of like the peripheral stories of the Olympics, <laughs> whereby you've got like uh, there was a, cur- a Russian curler who got done for drugs. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, you're going to take drugs and from he curling? Fi- he Wouldn't you? Just, he just well, turned it in. 
Yeah. You got yeah. me. Who would assume that you're going to get tested even for curling? Yeah, I guess I guess it yeah. was just like he just was having too much fun on the drugs, and then someone yeah. says to him, "You know what? Right. If, you, if you're going to be serious about this career in curling, you really should not do cocaine for about a month because I think it will right. be in your bloodstream." And he was like, "Who's going to check up?" I on think he's checking keep, the curling. He We're barely yoked on. for his hot. The wife. other thing, the yeah. other thing, I, I couldn't. Did he have a smoking uh, hot wife? That was that one Russian. Did he? He had a hot wife. Uh, have we found yeah. one who's not gay? I thought they were all gay now. At this Curlers? Point. No, in the just in the Olympics. Oh, in the general, Olympics. It's just this, been in your face. Even so for you, this is the gayest Olympics oh, ever. It's just like crazy. Like you're not even enjoying it. I was saying, well, it's as I said, they're just ramming it down your throat. <laughs> right. Thank you. And now this. Uh, right. <laughs> but it is. It's true. It's funny when you say it. So you hate Johnny Weir? Johnny Weir, if Johnny is he Weir too far? said, let's go have dinner. Yeah, would you go out You're with Johnny going. Weir? No, I think it's um just the way everything is promoted about it. And Sally Fields on Twitter encouraging yeah. her son to go date the, what's the other one's name? Adam Rapon. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just, and I would like, at this point, I'd like one of the, uh, one of the straight figure skaters who's really ultra camp to win something do the interview on NBC and then afterwards go, and now I'm going back to the cabin to F my wife. <laughs> right. Just for some yeah. balance. Just so like, just so like, just so people know, a little bit. this is where I put my wiener. Exactly. Now you, you know, know about Adam. I know I'm all for that. Against gays getting married. I mean, what's going on here? You're oh, not wow. for that? I'm fine with gays getting married. I just don't uh, like. As far, the thing with the gay marriage is, is aren't there enough problems in the world that the weeks should be less concerned with gays getting married and sorting other things out? Like if one guy wants to marry another guy, I don't care. Yep. Like I don't see why it's an issue. But the whole kind of like we're going to promote, promote, promote. It's just like yeah. gay, 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 gay with the Olympics. Yeah. It's like too much. Even what you about, guys hate what it. What about and also the quotas? Oh, you've got me ranting now. You're going to get in trouble with the LGBTQ plus one five. Yeah. But the quotas, like the yeah, because what you're, cause you're saying, you're gonna, out. Out. you're gonna get booted like you did that morning show, the and you're not gonna be allowed to be gay. You're gonna have one of those sad little hobo sacks of condoms and like tight pants. You're gonna be walking down to the, the train tracks because yeah, they're gonna kick you out of the gay. So you disagree with like Adam <laughs> Rippon's whole thing with Mike Pence and all. No, I don't disagree with that. What I'm saying is it's been so promoted about the, you know, in my idea of the Olympics is it's about who wins what and the tally of medals and so on and so forth. And everyone seems to be, well, they've got this many black people and this many gay people and this many. It's like they're not the tallies. The thing that I like about it is it's gotten to the point where it's so celebrated on the side of the Olympics that Sally Fields has offered up her her son's butthole to Adam. Like outwardly on Yahoo, it's like, hey, have at my son. No, No moms ever do that. It's like you'd never see that mom with a heterosexual son saying, man, I would love for Lindsey Vaughn to just spread it open and let my boy have that. Yeah, and you were saying this to me yesterday. That would seem to be really unacceptable, yeah. right? That people would be like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. But when it's yeah. uh, when it's gay, it's okay. Yeah, we can't wait to Your see these two dirty. bang each other. That would so, be great. So you agree with Mike Pence that gays can be changed then? We can send them to Ooh. No, why did, I, where did that <laughs> I don't know come from? That, Hang that, on, that, that was, was, a, that, that was a stretch. The side you're going a, to, I was just... No, oh, it isn't the side he's going to. That. I was all I was saying. But do was, you think it's true? Because we'll try it. Bring us a gay that's on the fence, and we'll, we'll do it. Here's a pill. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had any friends who converted the other way? What's that? From not gay to gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's possible. Well, growing up, but they were always wanted... gay. Is the thing that was a hiding spot. <laughs> Have you ever so, wanted but... to ice dance to Iron Maiden? <laughs> right. 
Uh, only if I can dress up as Eddie at the yeah, same time. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, Eddie ice dancing would be something. Can I'd you watch. imagine? Yeah, yeah that would be. be yeah, that would be. That would be pretty impressive. But Johnny Weir uh, again, not just not a thing. No, and uh, but it's too Twinkie. But it's become yeah, and it's become yeah. such a thing at the Olympics with like it's be, it's become so political, and it's yeah. like yeah, okay, you can celebrate that, but I see those headlines before I see the headlines of who won what. Right. It's like you know, true. gay this this member of this number of black people. Oh, there's a curler who yeah. took some drugs, and then we'll talk about who Sally won. Sally Field's what. son is hard during uh, exactly. the ice skating. Oh, by the way, exactly. this guy won. The, the, yeah, the, Johnny yeah. Weir's exactly. just being who he is. That's I mean, fine. Yeah, I, got no I have no problem with it. No, I have no problem again, with it. But they want to employ him. But the yeah, the, that's the thing. They're doing it because it, it is a. Uh, it's a draw. He's flamboyant to a point where people who hate him watch to hate When him. was the yeah. figure skating not fl- flamboyant? That's my point. It was all, it's been the that's most... That's I didn't yeah. know they were gay until Rapon came out this year. Yeah, I had no I idea. Had, I yeah. thought there was just a bunch of strapping lumberjacks who like to skate from lake to lake while they cut down trees. <laughs> that's what I don't get, yeah. like, because my mom was on that thing. Like, I can't believe why would they let him on TV? Yeah. I'm like, really? Oh, he's this annoying. This perfect for him. He's annoying. And I, I don't care that he's gay. I just can't stand Johnny Weir's. He's just over the top annoying to me. Yeah, he is. Now, other but than that's that, what this yeah. figure skating yeah. thing is. That's right. And then he sees a figure skating guy. Now they're now that NBC recognized though that they've got this bipolar thing going on with the audience. They just canceled uh, uh, Katie Couric and Mike Tirico to do the closing ceremonies. They're going to let Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski see? do it. He's yeah. huge. He's huge Literally. because yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's that whole deal of people are going to tune in to see what this dickhead says, or I love him. So they've well, got I'm, a real, uh, you know, they got a dichotomy. Maybe if you were more flamboyant, you'd do better. Yeah. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, less less denim jackets and more of that whatever Johnny Weir's dressed up like Dracula yeah, from Bram Stoker's movie. Heavy yeah. man feathers. base. Right. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll pop down to the Fashion <laughs> Square Mall this weekend and change my wardrobe. Next, like, yeah. Hi, I would Let's like do a makeover to, for you. Could you make me look like Johnny Weir? Platform and, shoes. Uh, my good friend Eric, who's the liberal component of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, says I need to look more gay. Let's see what happens. <laughs> With Eric saying sense. he's just being himself. If you came in in leggings, platform shoes, loads of makeup and hair and see if Eric yeah, goes, that's good, good for you. That's good for really you. me. He's just know, being himself. We would tear you to I, pieces. I just want to help you stay employed, that's all. Just right. like Johnny Weir. It, it would help me stay employed. Yeah, You've okay. got a lot of hair. You could do that mound yeah, of could, whatever it is. You think Tripp could fire you if you dress like that? No way. He could never fire you. It's like Klinger from MASH. Yeah. It's Klinger from MASH. Push it. The second you feel bad, start wearing it up a little bit. And then just walks to the hall going, Johnny, are you Weir? Yeah. Hey, Trip. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd have a lifetime job here. Trip will be like, Mo, I'm, I'm rethinking the. Uh, if Ian yeah. wants to do the uh, crosstalk segment, yeah. then uh, let I think him. Should let, let him. him. You've seen the way he's dressing. Oh, I'd be, I'd be like, Ron, too. Just like that. The other thing, sorry, just walk it. down the halls until Paul Marshall drops dead of a heart attack. <laughs> He wouldn't. He couldn't oh, oh. take it. Hi, Polly. Was that Ian? Off my heart. It's over. I'd be running this place. Yeah. Yeah. You would. You would be the. You would take over. Yeah. When Trip decides to step away, we would deal with you. Right. As the king of the station. I, the queen of the station. Whatever. Yeah. Just with my high heels on my desk. I didn't want to I'd say. Be, it. I could be, be the there, queen like, of the desert. Imagine like flouting the smoking ban like Cruella Deville yeah. with one of those cigarette holders, feet on the desk in high heels. Just step going, into my office going, backwards. Yeah. Go. Mm. Johnny, I'd like to talk to you yeah. about today's show. Oh, no. I've got to go meet Mrs. Campfield. I think uh, Mrs. Campfield. <laughs> Damn it. You make us call you, you that. You think they could Dame, do that? They could Dame not. Campfield. Most people around here out. don't get raises for like 10 years. Oh, you so they could never monthly, do that to monthly. you. Monthly. Like no, that. I think I want another raise. <laughs> I've got a big event this week and I'm throwing for the LGBTQ+. Yes, I've got to get some wonderful outfits made. <laughs> 
Ian needs another 100K for his event, and I ain't telling him no, because it's bad news, bad news. He's also got this thing about he needs an umbrella for homeless guys, which I don't (laughs) get. Apparently, is he, like, bipolar at this point? It's like split personality. I think it's against his people to say no to the umbrella. I think, like, where is he going to think, where is that umbrella going to (laughs) go? Do they open it? <laughs> is it one of those automatic ones, or does he push it up? I don't even want to I'm say not push it Just up. get him a goddamn know. umbrella. <laughs> yeah, you need to clear it up when you start feeling like things are, are south. Not going so good. I would love to. I, I want to be the witness when you get fired dressed like that, too. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> it's because they're gay, isn't yes, it? Yes, exp- of course it is. I'm expressing myself. Uh, I can't believe you don't like the real me. Now, Ian, first and foremost, there's nothing to do with you being a twink. I mean, a, a man of your stature. I got it on tape. I got it on tape. I heard that. Give him a raise. I screwed I'll, I'll it up. I'll be like, well, you know, Trip, you you didn't seem too keen on the idea of big gay country, and that yeah. got me thinking. Yeah. <laughs> you you poo pooed that idea immediately. Anyway, all right, we got to get you out of here. Go home. Oh. Go over to your little station. Do some crosstalk with Mo. You want to practice the, cro- the cross talk? Okay, let's practice. Let's right. stop the music a minute because right. I don't want that. I don't want that music, which is which is my theme on this good uh, right. part of the show, right. tainting what I right. am playing. Okay. Mo, I'll play the part of Mo. Okay, okay. Hey, what's going on? I'm giving away money at ten. All right. No, that's way too long. That's way Make too long. Sure to do it again. Do it right. again. Right. If, if the consultant was from in the room, we'd be like, yeah, do it again. From, from the, the, from the, from the top. Uh, hang on, hang that's on. A, I haven't heard her speak. Hang on, hang on. I'm setting the. I'm setting my uh, my uh, stopwatch on my phone. Okay, All right, we'll, here we we'll go. Come out of music. La 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 la. Ninety-three Ian. <laughs> All the time. Okay. <laughs> that's what they and want. See. I think. Uh, and the next song. I think the syllable count was spot on there. I think that was right on. You guys could have, you know, you could have shortened that a little bit. I think. I think Ian's response to Mo could have been faster. That yeah. could have saved us a second. Well, Ian, just less loud. Could we work on where you're breathing? Yeah, because I think where you take breaths, it's wasted space. I less Ian it. is always a good thing. <sighs> that's Eric, what they say over there. <laughs> yeah. At least after ten, we've discovered a different Ian, an Ian that's entertaining and fun. That they don't allow. Let me there. be entertaining and yeah. fun. No. But uh, if I go down there in stockings and suspenders, yeah. And you know what the <laughs> difference is? It's uh, it's us. Yeah. You're not entertaining without us. We are your anchor. Uh-huh. Now, Johnny, wear this thing up and get in some platform shoes. <laughs> i got to see Paul Marshall's reaction to that. Oh! Neander Paul will be on literally... the Facebook Live at 10.15. What if, what if it was just enough that Neander Paul started to question? Like, he's going through some stuff. Maybe he starts to question himself and come on to you. <laughs> and then you got to hashtag me too with Neander Paul. Oh, Make it happen, everything. please. For all we've done for you, please start hitting on Paul a little bit. And then when he gets mad at you, say that he's, uh, he's homophobic and you got to get rid of him. <laughs> Then you'll be the morning show at KSLA. You got that open. Wow. Oh, man, we got plans for you. Uh, Ian's here. Can't feel the morning on Thursdays. What a great radio to... workshop this has been today. <laughs> it's, just, yeah, we got <laughs> it's about what an amazing think tank. It's, it's, we've got ideas. That's yeah. all we know. There you go. It's 98. Finally, 2020 is coming to an end, and like you, I'm not even mad about it. In fact, my friends at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram are celebrating with huge savings. It's Dick Toledo, and with Employee Pricing Plus, you pay what every Chapman employee pays at the Big Finish sales event going on now. So wrap up 2020 with a win this holiday season and enjoy huge savings on every new Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram vehicle. Visit them online at Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School, or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.